0: this is an attempt to rank every fantasy film ever made um got a couple of interesting ones this week for you uh lars how's your week going
1: my week's going great uh my wife and i just got back from a great trip to chicago Uh, we went up to celebrate um, our anniversary early and ate way too much pizza (laughs) which that's not actually possible there's no amount of pizza that is too much pizza um, I have
0: actually. Gro- I I I don't know if you remember. I was not a pizza person as a child. I have grown to appreciate pizza lately. You've grown to appreciate. And now pizza I still lately. despise pepperoni to the point where if you ever see me eating pepperoni, uh, I've been replaced.
1: Or is, is it like a hostage video? <laughs> like that that's a that's a that's a clue that. Wait, something's yeah, wrong. Yeah, I've
0: told people, like, specifically, if you ever see pizza, me eating pizza, I have, it is, something is wrong. That, that's
1: that's the, the tell that yeah. you're a pod Exactly.
0: Exactly. Um,
1: but, really great pizza, and really great, um, we went to Second City, which is the improv theater, where basically, if you've been on television making people laugh um, in the last 40 years, you've been through there, um, you know. Little people like Bill Murray and Tina Fey and Chris Farley and Mike Myers. Small names. Just no names. Really, you wonder what they're doing now. Um, exactly. <laughs> after they left. Um, and then we saw Hamilton, which. Uh, it lived up to the hype, and, and more so. It, it, Which it was that's incredible. that's
0: super rare. I I still only vaguely know what Hamilton is about. Like it's about Alexander Hamilton, but more so, it's about it, it's yeah.
1: So it's about the how the the revolution was kind of messy, and how mm-hmm. how the founding of the country was messy, and it wasn't just all right. We did a, you know we threw tea into the ocean, and then now we're free. You know, yeah. like there, there's so much more to it, and how our founding. Fathers, they were really flawed individuals, and petty, <laughs> and jealous, and some and some of them, some of them did, and that's addressed. Um, yeah. But Hamilton is was, was one that he isn't as famous mm-hmm. as, as Jefferson or Madison or Washington, just you know, he wasn't a pres- president. You know, his story is is pretty incredible, and just the way that they tell it is is uh, I mean, it's is breathtaking. It, it really was was something else. Cool. I would like to go see yeah. that. Yeah, you it, it's it's worth it. It is it's expensive. Yeah, um,
0: but it is uh, it's worth every penny of it. Cool. Um, <laughs> we have been rewatching the Twilight Zone, and uh, it's really impressive how far you know in the '60s Rod Serling is out on the bleeding edge of today, like. with storytelling and just there should be classes in high school that are just showing twilight zone episodes to people and like do you see this fucking shit right now this was in the 50s we were talking about it
1: right and it's still happening yeah (laughs)
0: like that and in a couple episodes of the original star trek it's and it's mind-blowing how far out that he was and i'm so beyond stoked for uh jordan peele doing doing the twilight zone i agree
1: i think um I haven't seen Us yet. Me either. Um, Get Out was... Heard, did you
0: see Get Out? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah it was wonderful. Was,
1: oh. well, I like that there's this kind of renaissance of, of really quality scary movies. Because um, and, and as, as much as I love you know for you fantasy movies are, are your you know your go-to kind of security blanket almost right yeah you know, when you need to feel better that you know you' go watch one of those cheesy horror movies or mine yeah um so I love the cheesy ones but it's been great to see like a renaissance <clears throat> of wow these are really incredibly well, well done
0: there movies. yeah there's well I think there's always been an undercurrent of um there's been a couple of movies that I've watched outside of of what we want to talk about there's been a couple that I have watched um that I've realized that there's always been even in the cheesy ones there's been really good stuff and it's cool to watch even in stuff that i never would have thought was actually good is actually amazing yeah neither one of the ones we're going to talk to about this week are going to be either of that
1: fall into that category (laughs) these are these are two big swings and misses honestly in my book
0: but um we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna struggle Okay. Uh Do you want to go first, or sure? I-
1: and, no, I can. <clears throat> um, and it's interesting because struggle on the outset. These two should be easier to talk about. They're they're both big budget movies. In one instance, you know, when I told some people the the movie that we were gonna be talking about this week, they're like, "Oh my gosh, I grew up loving that movie." And then you know, the other one that we're to talk about is a pretty big budget Zemeckis you know, movie. Zemeckis movie and you know, all this kind of stuff. Um, but I'm gonna ahead of myself on that yeah. one. Uh, I'll talk about the movie that I brought to the table this week, and that was the never ending story.
0: Um, from I, I nineteen eighty four. Yeah, so here's what a, The
1: year I was born. Yeah.
0: Here's the thing. I remembered when you when you brought that I'm like, Oh cool, the never ending story. Nothing. I remembered nothing. I remembered nope. a giant a rock giant and a a dog dragon and what I thought was the dog dragon strafing New, uh, New York at the end of the movie. And lo and behold, I was correct on all three of those.
1: You're right. Uh, I, I remembered a little bit more. I mean, I'm obviously a couple of years older than you, so I remembered a little bit more. I remembered a tray, you the name. Yep. I remembered the Childlike Empress. I remembered Falcor. I remembered the, the Bastion. But then I realized, <coughs> I remembered all these things, because I remember watching The NeverEnding Story Part 2. Yep. Far more than The NeverEnding Story. Because
0: I remember, I remember Bastion ending up. In
1: Fantasia,
0: and I kept waiting for him to show up there, and it never happened.
1: Correct, and I, for those that don't know, we'll, we'll this is this we will eventually do Never Ending Story Part yes. Two because it is a fantasy film, um, but um, this one is not the one with the kid from quest yep. Jonathan Brandis yes. is in Never Ending Story Part Two, the next chapter. Yeah, um, and that's the one that I remembered the most. Um, I, I, realized that a lot of the things when I was thinking about Neverending Story was actually stuff I remembered from the first movie, or from the second
0: movie. Right. Like, I, I, um, I, remember there being, like, there's an oblique reference to a, to being on the swim team in this one. I'm like, oh no, it's Jonathan Brandis in the other one who says he has a cramp. That is a weird memory that I've got associated, like, wedged huh? into my brain for some reason because Never Ending Story 2. Right. Um, Yeah.
1: It's, um, I know that there's a lot of people, I mean, uh, Elizabeth even mentioned that, I like, guess she, you know, she loved this this movie, and I know a lot of people have loved this movie. I uh, I didn't get it. I didn't, I didn't get that, and, and I don't know if it's, like, I have a buddy that he didn't watch Goonies until he was in college, mm-hmm. and he didn't get it. We grew up watching the Goonies, yeah. and
0: I love the Goonies. Now, I know that it is not stellar, a classic. Look, mm-hmm. it's, no, uh, right. it's not I stellar guess. cinema, but that doesn't, it doesn't have to be a a great film to be a good movie. Yeah, no,
1: that's a, that is a great point. Um, that there are plenty of movies from our childhood or both of our childhoods. You know, some of them are objectively wonderful films.
0: And there, there are you know, some, and, like, and there are some objectively wonderful films that I can't watch anymore because I've seen too many. No,
1: yeah, yeah, exactly, absolutely. And then there's some movies that I know aren't great films, but I just enjoy watching them. And they're fun. Yeah, and, you know, like I know that the Fifth Element is not a fantastic.
0: You shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you shut your mouth. <laughs> but I love. Oh my god, I love watching it. This is it. I love it. We're, this it's is great. Fifth Elements. We're going to talk about the Fifth Element eventually. Fifth Element Fall is a is I would call it a hard uh, fantasy film. It just happens to have wires taped to it.
1: Uh, we'll get there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but
1: but it's a fun movie. Yeah. I love it. So there are movies that I, I remember growing up really enjoying. This one, I don't know if I just I just missed it. What's Never in the Story about? I could have like rattled off. Well, there's a Treyu and there's Falcor. Like I wouldn't have. What's the actual up their names?
0: Yeah, but what's the actual plot? Because I can remember. No yeah, I could tell you things that were from it. Like, oh yeah, Falcor and a Treyu. What do they do? Hard shrug,
1: yeah, hard shrug, and they and they and they fly through the sky with one of the most amazing oh, team songs the, ever. Like
0: synth music, this this song is a, is a is a love letter to synth music. It is I have right. I have found myself so, so loving '80s synth pop and things like that lately. With like Stranger Things getting that kind of like electronica back into my mind, this is so. It's not nonsensical. That's not the right word because there is a there is a plot, but it didn't quite. I, uh, yeah, as you said, I don't get it, and it's probably because it wasn't one of the ones we had in rotation fairly often.
1: Yeah, that, that, that's that's exactly what it is. That, that this movie doesn't hold a place in my childhood, you know, in my, in my memories because it wasn't on the rotation of movies that we watched. Mortal Kombat was on rotation. The,
0: the rotation <laughs> and, Mortal and Mortal Kombat <laughs> rules.
1: And Mortal Kombat rules.
0: You want to talk about great? <laughs> but
1: I know that if we showed Mortal Kombat to somebody that had not seen Mortal yeah. Kombat before, their eye roll would start from the... I, I, I we'd, dun, dun, Yeah, we'd dun, hear dun, the dun, Indiana
0: Jones dun, dun. theme.
1: It'd roll that hard. Right, exactly. Yeah, so, like, it, it, it's... I, I get it. But this movie... So, anyway, this movie, you know, it's about Bastion. He is this really shy kid. Um, His dad... Um, his mom's just died. ...was major dad. His mom's just died. This is something really random, but it just... Uh, it was jarring to me. In the opening scene, when he's, like, getting ready mm-hmm. for his day... And, like, you know, the the dad is, you know, he's obviously trying to do his best because the moms died. And I didn't see him as, like, a negative guy. Like, he wasn't, like, a bad dad. He just didn't really know what to do, right? You know, so I didn't see it as he He, didn't care or his son. He just didn't know.
0: The 80s uh, 80s father figure.
1: Yeah, yeah. and now now he has to be the single dad figure and he doesn't really know what to do. So he's going to get some stuff wrong, but he's not, like, evil. and You know, that that kind of thing. He, He wasn't malicious. He just didn't know what he was doing but he blims raw and drinks it straight and then drinks it. Well, that's them. The,
0: that's what Rocky does. Yeah,
1: but the dad doesn't go on to fight <laughs> Ivan Drago at least on, on my understanding. So what
0: the hell is well, he doing? I,
1: I, is that a thing uh, that it, people is that, do? I don't
0: know. I guess maybe. And the only other time I've ever seen that is is in Rocky and yeah, there was something I did actually like. It was like this nice little tender moment where He's trying to. He's struggling to get the the jelly open, and his dad comes over and just opens it for him. And he doesn't say anything. He doesn't yeah. make fun of him for it. He doesn't do anything. He just opens nope. it, and that's that was nice. I I honestly expected him to say, you know, be a man. Yeah, exactly.
1: And no, he just it's it's yes. And I, I think that was very telling of their relationship that he's he he knows that it's been rough. Yeah, and he's trying his best. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that was refreshing. That I it didn't get that. Um, oh his dad's gonna be terrible to exactly him. he wasn't he just we just didn't yeah. know how to do, deal with it either
0: then there was okay so he's running to to school and then the bullies happen i yep. immediately wanted all of new york to die just everyone because they're obviously running down the streets of, of you know crowded streets there are people and they're just not, they're gonna let him get thrown into a dumpster
1: yeah that was <laughs> that was that was a problem <laughs> that i had and it's funny, too, because this movie just reminded me of... It was really dark, the whole movie. And, and, you know, for a children's movie, this was a movie that was really... It was really weighty. You know, it, it had some some pretty dark stuff and pretty heavy stuff going on. And
0: it's beautiful. It's just...
1: Yeah, but it's, it really is. It, it's filmed incredibly incredibly well and really rich and... You know, when you're, they're in Fantasia, there's elements when they're in the forest and they like, they look into the forest and it, it looks really deep. Yeah. You know, it just keeps going on forever. I've worn, <clears throat> I've seen a lot of children's movies lately because yeah, we have kids and, and we haven't gotten to the PG level really, mm-hmm. but
0: they're not this dark. No. Well, the, the <laughs> and, bit with Artax in the swamp and, oh yeah, we're going to watch uh, it. The, we're going to watch.
1: watch a horse drown.
0: <laughs> well. Something Victoria brought up was that that isn't like whoever trained that horse is a is a genius because it's completely safe and doesn't isn't freaking out, trusts everyone around them, and sinks perfectly. And that was another thing that we, I thought was really well done for a you know a kids movie with a with a, a giant dog dragon. Yeah,
1: there's yeah that was I don't know I don't see this movie being made today.
0: Well, it it can't because it was made in West Germany. <laughs> Well, well, yeah, there's that point. And um,
1: so Wolfgang Peterson, mm-hmm. on off of his success of Das Boot. No way. The, yeah, mean, yeah. Holy shit. I mean, I don't think it was the movie. Yeah, <laughs> it was.
0: What? So
1: he made Das Boot, this uber tense World War II submarine drama. And then right after this, he made Enemy Mine. Which is With Lou Jr. That's a wonderful movie. Sandwiched in between... Enemy mine and Das Boot
0: comes the lighthearted, never ending story. <laughs> that that is some that is some George Miller happy feet to Mad Max Fury Road kind of Yeah man. Which again, that that's just another career trajectory, but Das Boot, really. Yeah. Oh um, it's pretty and it's got an amazing soundtrack and the special effects and there's some really interesting characters and the guy who plays, the guy on the racing snail, that's, uh, the Oompa Loompa from I the Johnny, so. from the Johnny Depp one, which, okay, yeah. I'll take it. Um, yeah. it's just, um, it was just weird. I, I, again, it's, as you said, I don't know if, because I didn't have the kind of, uh, I didn't have the same attachment to it because I don't remember I, I remember nothing about this other than again a dragon flying through New York and I thought Falcor shot lasers out of his eyes and blew stuff up because I honestly th- thought that's how it ended. But no, it just he just flies out and, and hazes the bullies, which good on him, they deserve to die. Good for him. But no, it was um Yeah, it it was weird and not in an engaging way. You know,
1: it wasn't like it was weird and you were just kind of taken along with for the ride. It was just kind of <laughs> There were some really beautiful parts, you know, when it, after after Treyu's poor horse drowned. <laughs> yeah. And he's he's there with the turtle. That was amazing. Mm-hmm. And just it was it looked it looked incredible. But I don't know, the whole thing with Bastion and
0: like, you know, the childlike empress and just I'm a eh. bit with the the, the the Sphinx gate. And it never was it it was was it someone who didn't believe in the self or someone who did believe in themselves who was gonna go through that? Because it never like they said, you know, you don't believe in your own worth, but you need to be confident, huh? Yeah. But I think... I think.
1: And, and, and honestly, if you're going to give yourself the name Moonchild, you're going to be pretty confident about yourself.
0: Well, not even, like... <laughs> they. That was something that that we, we noticed that Victoria brought up that... So Bastion... The, the reason Fantasia's dying is is the childlike empress needs a new name, but it has to be someone outside of context to give him a story, uh, to give him the name. And he settles on calling her Moonchild, because that was what his mom's name was. Which means that her parents, that Bastion's grandparents were probably hippies. Yes, oh, very much so. so and I'm fine with that. Um, it's just a little, you know, addendum footnote to it. I did really appreciate, because I, I kind of like weird meta textual stuff, when she's talking about how Bastion is reading the story and they're with him, and that there's people above Bastion, along with Bastion, I'm like... Oh, that's a cool touch. That you know, it's stories within stories. Yeah, we're wa-
1: we're watching Bastion as he is living out the story and reading the story, and yeah, yeah, it's
0: very meta. And I I appreciate that because that's kind of a you know a thing of mine. I kind of want to watch the second one now because I have no I have no memory of that one other than I think Bastion shows up in that somewhere. And I, uh, yeah, I, I want to know if there's more to because I looked into it and this rap this is like the first half of the book because apparently this was right. a book I uh, I want to know what happens in the second half, kind of. Oh, we're oh, we're gonna watch it. I know. Absolutely. Okay. I don't know.
1: I, I think it suffers for me from just not just not really being a movie that I grew up with. Grew up with, and because of that, you know, it, it's the, there's. There's stories that I tell Eleanor and Elliot, like stories that I read to them. Mm-hmm. That I really love reading to them. I love reading Mike Mulligan and the Steam mm-hmm. Shovel, and I love
0: the Curious George books you, ha- and and Corduroy because these are books I remember reading. What is your favorite kids book? Like kids book from your from when we were kids? Mike, Mike Mulligan, uh, Ferdinand. Yeah, right. Yeah, mine's, so, mine's Ferdinand.
1: Um, but I I, I love reading that yeah. one too. I never read Madeline. Me either. So it was really—it's been really neat to read Madeline to Eleanor, but I didn't—I don't have that special place in my memory that makes it an important story for me. Yeah, I get that. You know, so but my memories now are—I'm reading it to her. Right. So it's different, mm-hmm. you know, so that it, it but it's, it's not, it, so that's where this movie is, is that I can appreciate it and it was beautiful to watch and has, and I, I remember bits and pieces of it, but it wasn't ingrained in my memory. So it wasn't as special to watch for me, yeah,
0: if that makes any sense. hundred percent. It's, it's really pretty and it's got a lot going for it, but it's also kind of bland. And again, if I had, if I had watched this a dozen times growing up, I probably would have had a much... Stronger reaction to it, but and I
1: understand. I mean, uh, tons of people love this movie. I mean, this is uh, has a huge influence. I mean, I, I actually saw a band named A Trade. Oh, you, oh yeah, I've I've listened to them before. I've seen them. Yeah, you know, it's it's it has wide-reaching impact. It just didn't reach us, Liberty Street
0: and <laughs> in, in, in Bath. <laughs> yeah. So, eh, yeah, that was kind of my okay. Eh, all right. Yeah. So now here comes the difficult part. So that's it's not. It's not Death Stalker. Well, let, no, 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 absolutely not. Let's let's
1: do yours first, okay? And then we'll then we'll get to the right. All right, I let's do yours.
0: All right, so mine. I got a group of people to watch this in college with me because I was super stoked because I was obsessed with the story at the time when it came out. My pick. For this and week, it's Neil.
1: And it's Neil Gaiman ad-
0: adaptation adaptation of it is the 2007 Beowulf. Okay, so I I was. I was stoked for this because I rem- it was originally supposed to be... The art style of it was supposed to be like a Frank Fra- uh, Frank Frazetta art style, like the guy who did the old Conan books. And you if you look up Frank Frazetta, you know exactly who I'm talking about in that art style. Yeah. It's amazing. um It's an animated film, but it's acted... Like, they, they motion-captured everything. And when I first saw this, I loved it, because it, there is an... At the time, it was absurd in the most ridiculous ways, and I loved it, because it's kind of over-the-top on all aspects of it, because right. it's it's Beowulf, and it's about a hero coming to a town to slay a monster. He, uh... It's, um... I like that they kind of played around with a little bit of the myth, and that they made the, the dragon at the end his son, because the dragon just shows up, and it ties everything together a little bit more neatly um yeah and the thing is the whole rest of the movie it's kind of just the problem with a lot of animation a lot of cgi specifically is that it gets dated really quickly and this is holds up pretty well but there's still a lot of it that doesn't and you can see it particularly john malkovich's black soulless eyes like a daughter's eyes Staring off into the middle distance. That was a really good quint, man. That was nice. <laughs> that was very good. Yeah, just he stares off into the middle of the distance. They don't follow him properly, and it's just. Uh, but it's Robert Zemeckis who, yeah, who's done a bunch of amazing movies, um, and some
1: not amazing. Movies.
0: Yeah, and what bugs me about this movie is that it didn't spark a trend of adult animation. And when I say adult animation, I don't mean South Park and Family Guy and American Dad. I mean or, or or like Akira that, anime. No, that's what I mean. I want I want oh. uh, I want like adult animation using animation as a part of the media uh, as a different medium as opposed to just being dick and fart jokes or over the top hyper violence. But you know, Akira starts it, but Akira is able to get away with it because it's anime. I wanted to see like a a trend in Western adult animation where we get like a big picture, basically maybe an animated rom com or something that's a just use it differently. And because you're able to do things with animation that you can't do with CGI or, uh, or live action, if mm-hmm. you
1: know. Uh, I think my, my problem with it, just, and it's, it's my problem that I have a, with a lot of CGI effects, mm-hmm. is that it moves around like a video game.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, it's totally Games a video game. Move. So that takes me out of the story. Mm-hmm. That takes me out of watching it. I know that... I love CGI effects when you don't even know that they're there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like... And I know that that's a tall order to to ask. But when it just looks like it's a big video game, then there isn't something that's grounding me to like a real person or like a real danger. It's all just fake.
0: So if it's all just fake, why do I care? Yeah, I get that. I um, there were a lot of little things I loved about this, like Grendel, who's played by um, Christian, Christian Glover, <laughs> Glover. Chris, 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 no makeup, no makeup. Yeah. Glover. yeah, I love that his dialogue is all Middle English. Yeah, and it it yeah, it, it weirds cool. it leads this this weird um otherworldliness to it, and that with like same thing with Angelina Jolie when she talks to him that's also middle English and it, it adds this whole oddness to the thing Um I loved his um dance routine Inherit just trying desperately to, to walk in front of things where he's jumping around and it's just
1: it's great I mean, like the eyes wide shut thing
0: yeah it's perfect it's this it's this great because again I saw this I saw this in theaters and it is a moment of levity for me because it's it's kind of dark up into that moment and there's this guy dancing around and he's perfectly in line with a sword that's stuck in the ground. When the, when he steps in front of that, I saw two people get up in the aisle next to me and it was a dad and his probably seven-year-old boy because mm-hmm. they saw a cartoon and they didn't see the R rating. Uh. Yeah, and I just, I, I kind of chuckled and the people around me were like, you didn't see the R. You didn't see anything. You know, you you just thought cartoon. So that's part of why I kind of want to see adult animation. So stuff like that doesn't happen. Was
1: it rated R? Yeah,
0: it's a hard R. There's naked Angelina Jolie, language, blood. Yeah, it's an R rating. Like I'm almost I'm almost one hundred percent certain of that. Um huh. yeah, and that that's part of like. There's some effects in it and some bits of it that I, I, I love because it's... I love Ray Winstone as an actor. And I love that, that they had to heavily sculpt him. I also love that Brendan Gleeson has made a career out of playing Brendan Gleeson. Specifically... It's, PG, it's, it's PG-13. I thought it was R. And see, I would have
1: it would have preferred it if it was an yeah. R rating. Like him running around with the swords and the... Bl- bl- no. Go all out. Do it. Like just do the movie
0: yeah if it went go all out that's the best way to describe it is that it it played it safe yeah embrace it right
1: and it shouldn't have. It, it should not have played it safe you know there was it was that time period
0: where 3D was really coming back coming back where is this before this is this is before Avatar Avatar's 2009 Yep. Nine.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, it hadn't, hadn't gotten there quite I, I don't yet, know. Was
0: this in 3D? But it has...
1: Uh, maybe. Well, you can tell because it has that... The spear scene. Uh, well, the best 3D movie ever is Friday the 13th Part 3D. Um... <laughs> Because it has just so many blatant, I'm going to stab at the camera. Or, like, the camera's over popcorn popping and the popcorn's flying mm-hmm. at the camera. You know, it's like we're to shoehorn a bunch of reasons to have stuff being thrown at the camera. That's what I felt a lot of this was. Like, a lot of action scenes. It was, what can we do yeah. to have that 3D kind of thing? I will say that that arrow shot, where it follows, the tracks the arrow into the guy's yeah helmet basically into his head was pretty dang impressive that eagle shot where like the eagle picks up a really terrible looking mouse, but the eagle looks great and it picks it up. And, and it's
0: and a it, bit where it follows the uh, it might be the same sequence where we follow the sound back from Herod all the way to, to Grendel's cave is a really cool pullout shot. It is, it goes yep. too
1: quickly, so again, it kind of like oh, this isn't how a camera moves, but whatever. Robin right, Wright's face looks mm-hmm. weird, and that's not a judgment of Robin Wright in actual no. Robin Wright. I'm not saying that her face actually looks weird, she's a beautiful woman. It, her face in this looks weird because I think it's, it's, that- it's that uncanny. Valley.
0: Yeah. I think it's the hairline because the 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 handmaiden in the second one, mm. the, the handmaiden in the second half of the movie mm-hmm. has the has a her hair is big and it doesn't sit right. But I think that's everyone in that movie. You're right; they
1: didn't get the foreheads and, right. Like it just, they um, look funny.
0: Um, there's parts of it that it goes goes over the top. Like when he's fighting the sea monsters and he stabs <laughs> his way out of one of them and screams his own name. I laughed so hard. Like, it was this ridiculous, over-the-top bit. I just laughed. I thought, I turned to Matt, who's sitting next to me, and I thought he was going to kill me because he was so embarrassed that I was laughing so hard. Uh, well, it reminded me of, of yeah, Drax. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, which made me appreciate Drax even more.
0: <laughs> it, uh, again,
1: this was a fine, this was okay. Um, you know, there was, there were parts where Anthony Hopkins looked really great, and there were parts where it was just, uh, It didn't look great. And there's parts where Ray Rents, like Beowulf, looked really, really awesome. And then parts where it was, eh, you know, you look like you're out of Shrek. And And then the second that I thought that you were in Shrek,
0: the danger meter. Um, (laughs) I love the music. The music in it was note perfect. Like it's great music. Music was fantastic. You were absolutely right. And it's, right. it's like that—that that particular. There's not a whole lot of guitar to it, but it feels like they're. It's about to break out into some kind of awesome metal, epic metal song.
1: What is that song? Is it Dragon Force? Is that is that the band? Dragon no, Force? Is one Force, that was no, a Dragon Force Is one of the
0: you think thinking Fire in the Flames? Yeah, that's Dragon Force. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh no, no that, yeah, that no one.
0: that's Rhapsody. Uh, the band is Rhapsody That's of Fire, great. and that song is Emerald Sword. Um, I really like power metal. You
1: need to, you need to get out for me. <laughs> I can, I can go all night with, with power metal bands, and
0: because <laughs> they're great. I, I, anytime I listen to something like that, I feel excited and just yeah. I can go about my day doing boring things. Um <laughs> right,
1: exactly. It's not gonna go inspire you to go. No, I'm gonna fill different... my
0: taxes.
1: Right. Perfect. <laughs> Um, <clears throat>
0: by the way, this is going to go. I, out. This is going to go out before the fifteenth, so do your taxes. Um,
1: yes, everybody, do your taxes. <laughs> they need to be done. Um, I thought Angelina Jolie was great. Mm-hmm.
0: It was weird that she had high heels, but okay. Well, the Alien Queen has high heels. Look at the model from the Alien Queen and Aliens. She has high heels. Hmm. Interesting. Yep, and it's it's a, a weird, unconscious thing that we seem to do with everything, and it's really awful. I I don't know. It's it's this is a this is a a movie I would put on in the background if I'm playing board games, and that's about it.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think I'll ever need to see this one again. There, uh, it was it was okay. I, I had to read the the poem for um, a class in college. It stuck pretty faithfully to it. I mean there's there's, you know, licenses, but I mean it's it's pretty I think got the tone of it really well where, you know, it's all about your legacy. Now, you know, Beowulf doesn't have an heir, but his legacy is his heir. You know, people will always yeah. tell the story. The little things that they, they they changed, um, Malkovich's character with the whole Christianity thing, that was that was pretty neat. Like he, he mentioned like, um, you know, should we pray to the new Roman God, Christ Jesus? Hey, that's kind of neat. It's, it's grounding it in a real...
0: Yeah, well, the poem, the earliest surviving copy, the the, the copy that, we, that everything stems from, was probably recorded by a Christian monk talking about earlier events. Right. And then part of it was burned in, like, the 1700s. By a dragon! Accidentally. <laughs> oh, God, I wish. Um, <sighs> see. Yeah, that's the problem, is that uh, these were just... Both of these were just kind of. Mm, I think I, I, I would okay. put Beowulf above Never Ending Story. Okay. Um, where would you put it? Would you? Because uh, I've got um, we've got six on there right now. Are are they both worse than the One Warrior? Are either are they They're better than the better one, warrior? one Warrior? Are they better than Dragonfire?
1: Um. Yeah, yeah, they are. I
0: mean, uh, yeah, objectively, these are actual movies. <laughs> okay, no. Stardust. So I'm thinking, yeah, I think that sounds about right as well for uh, Beowulf at, three, at our new number three and Never Ending Story at, at yeah. number four. I, I see that one going down the list pretty quick,
1: though. Like, I really wasn't impressed. And then yeah. with Beowulf, um, I don't know, it, it's that weird time where they. Robert Zemeckis is, is is a frustrating filmmaker. For you because he made back to the future so that's <sighs> so that you can just end your conversation there he also made um <laughs> yeah. roger, roger rabbit which is wonderful which um oh my God. but he also made
0: he i, also I made forgot really he did neat, that
1: like really interesting like just goofy comedies beforehand like used cars is really funny um i want to hold your hand mm-hmm. is cute he wrote 1941 which is was Spielberg's Spielberg's bomb, but I I love oh, 1941.
0: Yeah, uh, you know that 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 um he originally wanted uh that Spielberg originally wanted oh, John perfect. Wayne in that movie. He he wanted John Wayne to play uh, the, the, the the Robert the General in the movie theater watching Dumbo. Yeah, and uh, John Wayne threatened to hit him and told well, him the movie was un-American. Yeah, it is. It's it's awful. It's right. coming. It's communist propaganda. Sorry, Duke.
1: Um, <laughs> um but. but he's frustrating because he made these really great these movies that you know Back to the Future does have some great special effects but also has wonderful characters in it and, and Who Framed Roger Rabbit has yeah. incredible special effects but Eddie Valiant's a great character
0: and he's got a good arc and it's it's also topical in a weird way because that that joke about the you know who wants to the, the whole plot actually literally happened right. in real life the the whole, the public transportation system in LA was destroyed by car mm-hmm. companies. This is an actual verifiable fact. And so it's you know oh that's funny and really right. sad but It's grounded in funny, like hey.
1: there's good characters in it. as no, as annoying as Roger Rabbit is, he's a good character, and as as and Jessica Rabbit is an iconic you know character. The the judge is an evil villain, but he gets it right. But then he gets into these movies <sighs> terrifying. And we'll skip over Forrest Gump. I mean Forrest Gump is Forrest Gump, whatever. It's a great movie, um, but it starts getting into these movies where it's purely about the special effects. I feel like, and this is one of them mm. that there's there was a story in there. Obviously, it's one of the oldest stories ever. It's almost like, hey, what can we do? Well, we we yeah. can we can do this now. Let's do this. And
0: I think I think, we, it, I, think it, uh, I think part of its credit though is that Beowulf attempts to do something that hasn't been seen again. Back to the adult animation thing. There hasn't been another big budget animated film that wasn't Frozen. Sausage Party. That okay, but Sausage Party <laughs> also is 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 comedy. Yeah, yeah, Sausage you're right. Party is that's and that's what I mean is there there aren't there there are very few movies like that. Um, the Polar Express though that was a kids movie. Because uh, um, he also did Polar Express, which is too um, much again. <laughs> yep. But that was also before the uh, the the tech had gone had gotten better, and I, I and you can if you look at the eyes in between them, that the eyes in Polar Express are a lot harsher to watch, and then the only ones that are really bad to watch in this movie were, uh right. Yeah, his are the ones that that just kind of stare off. I, uh, oh man, he made Death Becomes Her. Yeah. Yeah. Which that you ever think Dad got us to watch things way too early? Because. Yes. You know I you know, death becomes her, and the thing probably shouldn't have watched when I was five,
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: but I mean, look how well adjusted you turned out <laughs> yeah, I know okay. right because i uh I got to show Victoria the thing because she'd never seen it, and when it was over, she turned to me and says, "Your dad let you watch this when you were five like yeah because <laughs> it's 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 a it's a thing um. I I don't know. I just wish that we had gotten I wish that it had sparked off more.
1: See, I just, I, I, mean, I don't think I it wish was good enough to spark. That's the thing. I don't think it was a good enough movie like yeah, it was something different.
0: If it had been better, it would have sparked off more and instead we've got we got Sausage Party. I never saw that. I just I I I saw Seth Rogen attached to it and I just got kind of got, you know. It was funny.
1: It was funny. Don't worry. It was
0: funny. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, these it, it's
1: funny. They're better movies. Like going back to this discussion about why Neverending Story really wasn't didn't resonate with me was that it was, it just, I just didn't see it. It's a better movie. I had more fun watching Orc Wars or Dragon Force, and I, Mm -hmm. I mean, as terrible as the One Warrior was, I had fun watching it. It's just it's a bad movie. (laughs) Yeah,
0: like it's a little bit painful, but at
1: the same time, it's Um, it's fun. These are better movies, but I didn't have as much fun watching them.
0: Mm-hmm. And then you've got something like Stardust which is great yeah, and I so love that's watching. where
1: I'm, I think right for now they're sitting at
0: three and four they're not gonna stay there for a very long time No no they're gonna yeah. hit mid- middling yeah. of the pack I'd say um, um well, that's pretty I think that yeah um, for, I did want to give a shout week. out um, um
1: a buddy of mine um, does a podcast um, called Pop Boiler cinema. Um, you should check it out. I have listened to a couple episodes. He and his wife, and sometimes their uh, their friend, come in and talk about um, movies and if they're pot boilers, which is basically a movie made strictly for money, um, a cash grab. And they oh yeah so oh an ash can copy so, um like an ashcan check it okay. out um it's really really good stuff and he has been supportive of our podcast, so wanted to return the favor. Good. So mom and dad, go listen to pop- spoilers cool. it, um, By returning the favor, um, <laughs> Josh, if you're listening, you now have two more people that will listen. So you are welcome, sir.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, uh, We have a, a boxed where um, we'll be updating the list so you can view that, and that's accessible through the Twitter page that we have. Uh, sword in board cast uh, where I will be occasionally posting things and making jokes off of the top of my head not often good. Good. um <laughs> yeah I know right uh, I hope uh, you guys have a good night have and, a great uh, weekend enjoy yourself bye bye guys